Welcome everyone to today's Ove Torah. Harlem and Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Mem Zayin. We will begin on Kuf Mem Vav Amur Bet at the Mishnah on the bottom of the page. The Mishnah begins as follows. No ten tafshil tochabor bilshfish yeshamur. Person who has a cooked food in a pot is allowed to take the pot and put it into a uh, a bore, which is a pit, Rashi says, without water. In order that it should be cooler over there and not spoil. If you could take the you could take the pot and put it a pot full of drinkable water, potable water, into undrinkable water. If you want it to cool off, so if you have warm water, you want it to be cool to drink. You could put the pot into not drinkable water that's cool in order to cool off the pot. And if you have cold water, you could put that cold water into the into the sun in order to become warmer. The Gemara will explain why we need these cases. Person whose clothes got wet in the water on the road, either he fell into a puddle or it started raining. He could walk with them and he does not need to worry about the fact that his clothes are wet. People, you don't have to worry that someone's going to see you and perhaps say, oh, this guy's clothes are wet. He must have washed his clothes today. No, we're not worried about that. There's no money dying. When he gets into the chaser, right? And now you know that people are not going to see you. Then you could put him in the sun so they can get wet. They can, they can dry off. But you can't put it in a place where everyone could see it because then they might think that you washed it that day, says the Mishnah. The Gemara begins. Pshita, of course you're allowed to put a pot into a pit. Why not? No. You might have thought the problem is that maybe when you, put, when you want to come put down the pot on the bottom of the pit, you might see that the bottom of the pit is not level, and you might come to level it out so your pot doesn't spill. And leveling out a floor, of course, is a shvui gemot, and it's asur because of choresh, or boneh. Kamash that's not true. And we said that you're allowed to put the good water into the bad water to cool off. Pshita, why not? Sveka seifa hatrichaleh. Well, he says, you're right. We would not really need you to tell me that you could put um, cold water into water into another water. That's obvious. But the safer putting in the sun, you wouldn't have known, and the, the two are together. And the flip side, that you wouldn't have known. But also that, why shouldn't you be able to put it in the sun? I would have thunk. We won't let you put your pot in the sun because if you put this pot in the sun, you might also put your pot 
into sand that has coals into it, and that would be a sewer of hatmana, because it's gonna it's gonna add heat. It comes to teach you that just because you're not allowed to put it in sand doesn't mean you can't put it in the sun. We're not worried that you'll go from doing one to the other. Says the Gemara, Mishinashru. The Mishnah had said somebody who got wet is allowed, has to take them off. Amr Bhunam Rav, Koma Kom Shasu Hahamib Nemarit Ain, I feel Bahadehadim Asur. Tinach or Tanbehamava Lokanigana Am. We're having a question. Rav has said many times that when something is Asur because Marit Ain, because of what people will see, it's not only Asur in a place where people can see, but even if you are in a totally private spot, a room within a room, it's still asur to do it, because when the rabbis made a gizirah, it's done everywhere. The Gemara is asking a question, because over here in our case, we have a case that you're not allowed to spread out your garments. You can't spread out the garments opposite the people, but you are allowed to do it in a chatzer. So you see that the rabbis rule that Maritayin is only Asur, is Asur everywhere, is not so? My answer is you're correct. You do see that from the Mishnah. But Tanaihi, it's actually Machloka Tanaim. And Rav is holding like the other Tana. The Tanya we learned. Bechama, Avlokanagram. Shotchan Bechama, you can spread it in the Chama, but not Kanagram. Rebezer Bilashimo, Divre, that's Tanakama. And Rabbi Yezir and Bishimon also they say it's Asur because it's Asur even Machadeh Chadarim, even the sides. And therefore, there's Machloka Tanakama in our Mishnah, whether or not Marit Ayin is Asur Machadeh Chadarim also or not. Now, once we're talking about other people seeing, we're going to go to a completely different story, which might be relevant at the end. You'll see the connection. Amar Avuna, Avuna says the following case. We're talking here about the issue of laundering. And we say the following. If you have a talit on Shabbat, if you shake off the dust of the talit. This is only if it's a new one, where people are makbid, and they try to keep it all clean. But if it's an old one, and people don't mind if it has dust on it, then there's no isur. That's only if it's black. But if it's white or red, then there's no problem because since white and red doesn't, the, the dust doesn't appear as clear on it, it's not a problem. That's only if the guy is makpid, that he doesn't never walks around with dust on his stuff. But otherwise, it's mutad if he's not makpid. Okay? When he got there, he saw that the that the rabbis in the town were shaking off their coats. Amar, so Ula said, How nice this town is in Pumbadita. Look, the rabbis Machal Shabbat. So Yehuda told the rabbis down, don't worry about Ula. You could Shake it in his face. We're not makbid on dust, and therefore it's mutar, and we are allowed to shake it off. 
So it seems like the connection over here is, you see it's a similar to Marita Ain type of thing, where they came in and they're doing it. And their uh, Ula thought they were doing Yisur, whatever. Now, Abaya, Abaya have a Kamikamei Yosef, who's in front of Yosef, Amar, have the Kumtai, give me my hat. Chazadi Ika, he saw that there was dew on the hat. He didn't, he didn't want to give it to him. Abai didn't want to give the hat to his Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, because he didn't want him to knock off the tal, which he held was the isur of laundering. You could, you could knock it off. Because I'm not worried about it. Some explain over here, Abaya was nervous because since he himself was Makbid, so he was worried that maybe it goes by, does it go by the owner of the hat? And in this case, the owner of the hat is Rabbi Yosef, and he's Makbid, so it's Asur. No, he's not Makbid, so it's Mutar. Or does it go by the person who's doing the knocking off, which would be Abaya? And therefore, since he's Makbid, it would be a sore for him to knock it off. And that's why uh, Rav Yosef told him, don't worry about it. It goes by me. Anan lo midi. If I'm not Makbid, it goes by me. And that's why it's mutar to knock off the tal. Tal, uh, no offense. We're not knocking you off. This is tal do, not you. Amar Yitzchak bar Yosef, Amar Yochanan. Person is going out on Shabbat with a talit that is folded and on his shoulder on Shabbat. Hayav chatat. He's chayav chatat because he's carrying on Shabbat. It's folded up. You're not wearing it. It's a sword. Tanya mihachi sochre kesuta yosim bemutalot mukufalot mukumnachot al ketven b'Shabbat. Hayav chatat. If you have any guy who's a clothes seller and he goes with some clothes that are folded on his shoulder, he's chayav chatat. Really, it's anybody, not just clothes salesmen. Because the sellers usually go like that, so we talk about them, but really it's true for anyone. And another similar thing. If you have a storekeeper who goes out with money which is tied in his sand, in his sidinav, right, in his special tied up garment, chayav chatat. He's chayav chatat for carrying the law. Henry Bavadam, who not only a storekeeper, ela koadam anyone ela. It's the way of a storekeeper to go out like that, and that's why we mentioned him as well. And if you have guys from Retanin, they could go out with the handkerchief that's on their shoulders. They used to have folded up handkerchiefs on their shoulders. It wasn't only these fellows from this country. Really, anyone can. This is the way of Retanin, people from this town, that they walk out like that. 
Here's the story. Amar of Yehuda. Maaseh Bohorkinus Belosh of Ezra ben Horkinus. There was a guy, a Tanakh called Rebbe Ezra ben Horkinus, and his son obviously was called Horkinus. He was obviously a Sfaradi Tanakh. She atzah besudar shal ketfor b'Shabbat. He walks out on Shabbat with a handkerchief on his shoulder, like we had in the previous case. El shenima kruchalo beetzpaotav. But in order that he doesn't end up walking for him in case it falls off, he had it tied to his finger. This way, he'll never fall on the floor. It's allowed even without a string. You don't have to worry. We don't make a gizada that maybe you'll walk for a mot with it. Even without a string, it will be mutar. Even though you don't have a string tied to your finger, it is still mutar. Maybe the idea of not forgetting by tying a string to your finger comes from here. Now, the discussion in the next uh, bunch of Gemaras is Machloket Rashi and Titus if we're discussing folding a garment and whether or not that is considered carrying on Shabbat or we're worried about metakenkli, you're fixing the garment by folding it. Can you make a canal on Shabbat? You can't take your toilet and make a canal out of it by folding it. My Marzev Amar Zera Kisi Bliata. They what they would do is they would pick up the hems of the garments and fold them over upwards and hold the fold and you end up making a it's like a, you make a, a doubled garment with it by taking the bottom and folding it up and there there it looks the end up that you when you fold it up it looks like a pocket and it looks like a type of a pipe but you do that in order to make it shorter but it's a sore because you're fixing your kelly either you're fixing it or because it's carrying. Depends on Rashi and Tosfot. Ravina had a tiv kamed of Zera. Ravina was in front of Zera. Amalesim told him, Haki mai. The way I'm flipping it up, flipping up my my thing, my garment, is it okay? Amalei told him, Asur, Vahaki mai. And he said, What if I do it this way? Amalei Asur, Amar Papa, take this rule in your hand if you want to know the rule. Anytime you're folding it in order to be able to stay like that forever, Asur, it's Asur. Call it now, if you're doing it for, for style, like in this case, this rabbi was doing it for style during the week, and then it's okay to fold it up. But if it's there for a while, then no. Kiata of Dimun, Dimi came to, to Bavel. One time, Rebbe Yudanasi went to the field. He had the two corners 
on his shoulder, so he made a marzif. It wasn't a mere chayav chatat when you go out this way. Amale, take take mayor ad kan. Was a mayor so careful even to make sure to avoid this? Right? So Rebbe lowered it off his shoulders. You got the story wrong. It wasn't Shubin Zizuz. It was this other Rebbe Shua. Who was Rebbe's son-in-law. Amar, he said, It wasn't Rebbe in this case. Rebbe Akiva was Rebbe Kiva so strict. Last time was Rameh, this is Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi took a teletot. Either way, Rabbi heard that one of the older rabbis was Makbid, either Rameh or Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva is the Rabbi of Rameh. And he desisted and he stopped doing it. According to Rav and Shmuel by Rehuda, it wasn't the case that he was actually wearing it like that. He was asking if it's okay, and he got the answer either from Rameh or Rabbi Kiva. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah now. Says the Mishnah, A person who washes himself either in the water of a me'ara, of a spring, or of a tmei or in the water of the hot springs of treya, and he washes him and he dries himself, and he dries off with a towel, even if he's using ten different Towels, and therefore each one of the towels is not so wet. Lo do not bring them home with your hands. But if you have ten people using one towel, and therefore we're assuming that the towel, that one towel, is certainly pretty wet. And they can bring them home with their hands and we're not worried that they might squeeze them. A new law. A person is allowed, this is talking about different massage therapies. So a person is allowed to put oil and uh, anoint yourself with the oil. And massage yourself. But you can't use a powerful massage. And you're not allowed to um, scrape the body with special scrapers. And you're deemed the kurdayama. You can't, a person cannot go down to kurdayama, a certain river. You cannot eat something that causes you to vomit. You cannot put the limbs of a newborn together. In the olden days, after a baby was born, they would massage the limbs to be in the right spots. That's Asur. If a person has a broken arm, you're not allowed to put the limbs in the right spots.
A person with a dislocated arm or leg, he should not wash them with cold water because he's doing that for the fu'ah. But he can go wash himself normally, and if that causes the limb to go back in, that's fine. Says the Gemara Katani, we learned in the Mishnah. When you're talking about a spring, it's like the the, the hamin. Just like is, is always hot water, we're talking about also me'ara, also hot water. And haluchetz teaches you the fact that it says haluchetz one who washed, as opposed to saying one can wash. We learn diavad in the It's only b'diavad that you let a um, go into the that you're allowed to dry after you went into one of these springs, but you should not go into the string. We see from here, turn the page. That if you want to just pour water on your body, that's fine. Here we're talking about rochets, which means that you went in with your full body, but had you been pouring the water on yourself, that sounds like it would have been fine, because we spoke, otherwise we would have said a bigger chidush, that even pouring is a sword. Mani, now which rabbi allows pouring water even, even over your whole body? Rabbi Shimon, he must be the author of our Mishnah, which says, Haruchetz, must be Rabbi Shimon, a person shouldn't pour on himself, not hot or cold water on Shabbat. Rabbi Shimon Matir, Rabbi Shimon allows. Rabbi allows with cold but not hot. But Rabbi Shimon allows both. And therefore, we see that only Rabbi Shimon would, would say that it's allowed to pour. And therefore, a Mishnah, which implies that you're allowed to pour even hot water, because we're talking about hot water cases, must be written by Rabbi Shimon. The Gezerah over here would have been, according to the other rabbis, the Gezerah is, we're afraid if we allow you to pour hot water in yourself, when you run out of the hot water, you might say, oh, I ran out of hot water, let me heat up more water. And of course, that would be Asur on Shabbat. Says the Gemara further. Even if using ten towels, says the Gemara, both the Reisha and the Seifa of this, of this Mishnah is coming to teach you something. Reisha is telling you, even though you used ten of them and they're not so wet, Still, we're worried that you might come to Sechita because you're one person, you're alone, and you might forget. Since there's a lot of people, even if it's very, very wet, but we're not worried that many people will squeeze it because someone, when the guy gets ready to squeeze it, someone's going to remind him and tell him, don't squeeze, it's Shabbat today. We learned, Mr. Peg Adam Ba'aluntit. person can squeeze now, of course, he could dry himself with aluntit. And leave it in the window. You could leave it in the window next to the bathhouse, but don't give it to the bathhouse attendants. The ayanim are the balanim, the bathhouse attendants. Why? Because they are suspect. These guys are not careful with Shabbat, and they might squeeze it on Shabbat. According to him, you got to bring it to your house. And he's not worried you're going to squeeze it. And not like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, we said, 
that you could do it. He says, well, we have four rabbis who are saying that you're allowed to carry home a towel. And therefore, we're allowed to follow these four rabbis. One of them is, two of them are Tanaim and two of them are Moraim. We're going to see all the opinions now coming up. Tosfot's going to ask the obvious question. We just said before that a person, that the Mishnah was, has to be, which says Haruchetz, has to be written by Rab Shimon. And now we're saying that it's written by Renan, not Rab Shimon. We'll see Tosafot, Bezat Hashem later, we'll talk about it for the answer. Says Gemara, where are the four rabbis who are allowing this thing? Rabbi Shimon, Hadamran, Rabbi Shimon, that's what we just said, that Rabbi Shimon said you could carry it to your house. Rebbe, where do we see that Rebbe also said this? The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. I'm a Rebbe Kishayal Medin Torah. It's a Rebbe Shimon B'Tukah. When we were learning Torah by Rebbe Shimon in Tukah, it's the name of a city. Hayinu Maalin Shemen. We used to bring oil, valentit and towels. Mechatzer legag from the chatzer to the gag. Umegag the karpaf from the from the roof to the karpaf. Achinu Magin et Mayan Shurochzimbo. Till we got to a certain spring that we would go, that we would bathe in. Now, obviously, we're not going to leave the towels there, so we probably brought them home. So it sounds like even though they bathed on Shabbat, they would use the towel. Shmuel, how do you see Shmuel? The Amar Bihud Amar Shmuel, Mustapeg Adam Balontit, like we saw Shmuel saying that. So now we have all these rabbis who are actually saying that you could carry it home and we're not worried that you're going to squeeze it alone. Our Mishnah said that we were worried. So these four rabbis are against the Mishnah. It says the Gemara, Did Yochanan really say this? How can we say that? Don't we know a famous, famous statement of Yochanan? That Yochanan always goes like Stam Mishnah. You can't bring it in hand even if you had 10 different towels in our Mishnah, and he always goes like a Stam Mishnah. So, how could we be going to say you can bring it to your house? Our Mishnah says not. In our Mishnah, when it says you can't bring the towels home, he was, his version of our Mishnah says, he quotes a certain rabbi, and therefore it's not called the Stam Mishnah, and that's why he doesn't hold of our Mishnah, because in his version of our Mishnah, it had a rabbi's name, it wasn't the Stam Mishnah. You could have the bathhouse attendants, and they could bring the ladies' towels or sheets to the Betta Merchatz. As long as they cover themselves with the sheets, Rashin Urbam, as long as they cover at least their head and most of their body with it. Sakinta, which is a big handkerchief, a big kerchief. You have to tie the two ends of it underneath. It has to be below your shoulders, it has to be tied below your shoulders, in order to carry these things in public property, and it's not called carrying, they have to be worn in such a way where it's tied below your shoulders. Okay, now, we said in the Mishnah, you're allowed to put oil on your body, and you're allowed to do a massage on your body. You're allowed to give a oil rub 
and a rub to your uh, stomach on Shabbat. Don't do it in a weekday manner. What does that mean? How do you not do it in a weekday manner? He says, you should first put the oil and then do the little massage because that's the opposite of the weekday. He says, do the massage with the oil together and that's because he holds you don't have to do it in a different way. It used to be they would massage you first and put the oil. Either you could put them both together or maybe according to the stricter one, Rav you have to put the oil first. Avalomet Alin, the Mishnah says, you're not allowed to do a hard massage. You cannot go, you cannot stand on the floor of the certain river. Because a person gets massaged and gets cured from it. Okay? Because it's very, very salty and it's like getting a massage when you go in. This river is a seasonal river. It's not always there. It's 21 days, and the 21 days includes Shavuot. Is Shavuot at the end, or Shavuot is at the beginning of the 21 days? Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. Where in the 21 days is Shavuot? Everything you drink, it works from Pesach till Shavuot. Now, right now, just like over there, Shavuot is the end. We're assuming that when it comes to this river, Shavuot is the end. Ask the Gemara, no. Over there, the colder, the more it works. The reason why it works is because of the heat. And when it's hotter, it might work better. And therefore, maybe it starts from Shavuot. So we don't have a proof when Shavuot is in this river's effectiveness. If you have the wine of the town of Pargita, this beautiful wine and the water of this river caused the ten Shivatim to leave Klai Yisrael because they wouldn't learn Torah. They would spend too much time in the river and not learning Torah. One time Rebbe Zemanach came to this town. He stayed there too long and he forgot his learning because of the enjoyment of the stuff. He had that when he came back. He, what, they gave him an aliyah to read from the Sefer Torah. That's a famous story. By the mikra, he's about to read. He was supposed to read, Ha-chodesh lachem. But because he hadn't read it in so long, and there's no nikudot, he read it differently. Deaf were their hearts. Hashem made it that he, the mistake he made was about a deaf heart. When he stopped learning Torah, it became like a deaf person. By Rabbanan Rachmel, the rabbis begged for mercy for this rabbi, and his learning came back to him, which is a big, big chidush that the learning come back because they prayed for him. This is what we learned. Rabbi Nihurai Omer, 
it says in Pirkei Avot, Rabbi Horai says, you have to go to Makom Torah. Don't assume that the Torah will follow you to this place. You go to Makom Torah. Like we see that he did do that. So he knows very well the dangers of not, of not being in a place of Torah. Don't rely on your wisdom. Make on binatecha. Don't rely on your wisdom. Rather, make sure you're in a place of Torah. Tana. We learned in the Brayta. The reason why he, we we mentioned this statement is because his name, this rabbi's name, Rabbi Elazar Rach, was not Nihurai. His name was really Rabbi Nechemia. Some say that his name was Rabbi Nechemia. Because he lit up the eyes of the rabbis with his halachic laws. Now, we said in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to scrape your body. They used to have scrapers that they used to give a person like a body peel with by scraping off the epidermis, the hour layer of skin. This was a surkus uvdin dechol. It's a weekday type of action. Says you can't use a scraper on your body on Shabbat. If your feet are full of mud, or number two, then you are allowed to scrape it and clean your feet. Don't have to worry. She always wanted him to do the scraping on his body, so she made him a special silver one. For Shabbat, this way he could scrape his body and there would be no problem. And your din Kordima. We said you're not allowed to go to the river of Kordima. My time, why not? Mishum Pika. We're worried about the mud over there which will cause you to slip in and you'll end up squeezing out your garment from the water. You said you can't cause yourself to vomit That's only with a with a uh, medicine. But if a person sticks his finger in his throat, causes himself to vomit, that's allowed. Even on the weekday, it's a sewer to cause yourself to vomit. Not just Shabbat, because you're wasting food by doing that. People would be bulimic. They would cause themselves to throw up in order to be able to eat more. And you're wasting food like that. A person's not allowed to do it. Of course, if a person's food is not feeling well, the Chachamim do allow that case. They do hold that it is mutad in that case. Um, that's how the Rishonim come out. Ve'en ma'atzivim katan. Um, you can't cause the limbs of a baby to go into place. I'm a rabbi, same rabbi. You're allowed to tie up the, te- the baby with a wrapping, which they call in English swaddling, that is allowed. Didn't we say in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to? 
Over there, when it's asur, it's when you're fixing the bones, the spine of the child. That's where it's asur. But otherwise, it's not binyan, it'll be mutar. We said, the end machsinit sheven. You're not allowed to, in the Mishnah we said, the bro- bone is broken, you're not allowed to set it by putting the limbs where they're supposed to be. Amar Rabbi Chana, Amar Shmuel. This rabbi is saying the name of Shmuel, very interesting thing. He says, Halakha machsinin. Halakha is that you can return it. Now, how the halakha could be that you're allowed to return it against the Mishnah is not so simple. Um, some understand that the Mishnah that Shmuel has is, has a different gear stuff. That you're allowed to return it, and we're going like that. And others explain. So they, they aren't saying that Shmuel under, reads the Mishnah differently. And others explain a little different. I'm sorry. Others explain that um, there's a different Mishnah, and Alakha is like one who argues on a Mishnah. Again, Shmuel is not authorized to argue on the Mishnah. That's why we have to learn like that. And that fits a little better because halakha machsidin doesn't sound like uh, tani machsidin. Okay? Rabba babarchana iklipopumbedita lo al lepirke dirav Yehuda. He didn't, he, when he came to Pumbedita, Rabba babarchana did not show up at the class. Shadre la adra daile. So, what did they do? They sent this guy Ada Diala, who's in charge, they said, go, grab the rabbi's clothes, this way he'll have to come to the class. I should try this to be in school with the kids who don't come on time. Azil Garbe, he went and he grabbed him. When he, so now that he had no clothes, he had to come to get his clothes back. He came to the to the to the shul, and he saw or the bet bet midrash, and he saw Ashkeret the Kadarish. He saw the rabbi giving the class, and reviewer was saying, "And machzin into shevet, you're not allowed to return. You're not allowed to put a set a broken limb." Amale. So Rabbi Rachana says, "Hachem Rabbi Huna Berdaygaiga Amar Shmuel." He quoted the halacha. Halacha machzin. The halacha is that you are allowed to return it. Amale. So Rabbi Huda said, "Ha." ha Right? He says, You are coming from Israel. Rabbi Rakhana was an Israeli rabbi. And Shmuel was a, was a Babylonian rabbi. And he's Yehuda's Rebbe. How many times in Shas do you hear, Amr Yehuda, Amr Shmuel? And yet I never heard Shmuel say this. You see, I was right for taking away your clothes. If I didn't bring you here, you would never have told us. This law, and we would never have known that it's abs- actually we have the wrong gear in the Mishnah. Now we said the Mishnah, a person whose hand came out, came out of its spot, we said, you're not allowed to put it back in the right spot. And his hand came out of the spot. Am I allowed to put it back in like this? He showed him a certain way. Can I put it? Can I snap it back in like this? He says, Asur. No, it's Asur. Here, how about this way? Am Asur. It's Asur. Then he got better by itself. Am So he told him, 
Mighty Bailach. Why weren't you sure? Hatanan, it's obvious that you're not allowed to put it back. Why did you even ask me if you could put it back in this way or that way? Hatanan, we went to Mishnah. Mishnah, if a guy had a door or a glow, and now Mishnah, loiter, if him, it's on him, I will have to take a bath, and if he goes back, but you can't snap it back in. I'm a lay, so you told him, Lotan, and I'm a lay, so you told him, Lotan, and I'm a lay, so. So what that, we, that the Mishnah says you can't put back a dislocated one? The Mishnah also talks about a broken limb. And Rav Hina said the name of Shmuel that you that the Mishnah was wrong and actually you can put it back. So the same way you could put back a broken limb, I thought maybe you're allowed to put back a dislo- dislocated also. So he told him back. You're cutting everything with the same knife? Or you're sewing it with the same cloth? You're treating them all the same? Where you see the rabbis disagree with the Mishnah, it was said. You can't assume that just because the rabbi said it by a broken one, that they're going to say it also by a dislocated one. Hadran Allah Chavit, one day we'll come back to Mesechet Chavit. This is a bit of ourselves. We hope to come back to the 22nd Pedic and come back to it. We're going to start Bezat Hashem tomorrow. Um, we will start Pedic Shoel, the 23rd Pedic. Baruch Adonai